Well, good Monday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Uh, you'll notice Mary Alice isn't with me today. She is having foot surgery, and so this is going to be a challenging week for her. So joining me uh, is Stephen, and Stephen and I talk all the time about the Bible, and we we're going to be talking a little bit this week about some of the material that maybe I didn't get to in last week's message from the book of Revelation. But Stephen, before we talk about Revelation, and we'll start that tomorrow, I'd like to just take a few moments to talk about somebody who's had a tremendous impact in my life. Um, I remember when your older brother Jonathan was born 42 years ago. Uh, we brought him home from the hospital in Fort Worth and um, he came to the house and, you know, Mary Alice and I were young parents. I mean, I was 24 and she was 22 and everything was new to us. But Jonathan struggled a lot with colic. And so Mary Alice would often wrestle with him during the day. And I would, because she would be worn out, I would oftentimes take Jonathan and walk with him because that was the only thing that seemed to you know, calm him down was to walk with him and kind of bounce him. And so I remember we had just gotten cable in Fort Worth and I was watching uh, a superstation in those days, uh, WTBS Atlanta. And sometime in the middle of the night, early morning, probably two or three o'clock, uh, a, a church program came on and I'd never seen this church before, never heard of it. Uh, the pastor was someone very new to me so I, I watched him preach, and I was just blown away by his preaching. It was very different. I remember waking Mary Alice up, or I guess when she woke up the next morning, telling her, I just heard the most unusual television <laughs> preacher. He's different from anybody else I've ever seen. And uh, that guy that I heard in the middle of the night on WTBS uh, was Charles Stanley. Um, and, of course, that started me off uh, on a journey through the years of watching his messages and reading his books. And, and as far as uh, influence on my preaching, I'm not sure anyone has ever had the influence on me that Charles Stanley had. Uh, he, he talked to the audience. He was always Bible-based, but he talked about real issues hmm. that people face. He was from, a very conversational He, he was, yeah. and from a conversational standpoint. And I, I not only learned a lot of, about preaching from listening to him, but I also learned a lot about being a pastor. I remember... Uh, how unusual it was, going back now to the late 80s, how unusual it was to hear a television preacher talk about his own personal struggles. That was mm. very uncommon yes. in those days. And I remember he was doing a series on emotional bondage. And I, I never will forget a comment that he made. He said his wife had said, Charles, you're the most bound person I know. Wow. And wow. for him to say that, yeah, that's, you know, that's say huge. that not just yeah. in his church, but to say that on worldwide television and, <laughs> yeah, and to talk point. about, you know, I'm, he, he was saying, I'm struggling with this myself. I'm preaching it to you, but I'm not a guru telling you how to live. I'm a preacher of the word of God and God is telling us all how to live. And I, I just think that that had way more uh, impact on me than probably he could have ever imagined. Well, and, and one of the things that I noticed about his, his, his style of preaching that I noticed in the way you preach is that, like you said, you're talking to people, yeah. and you're willing to talk about your life because you know that's a way that you can connect with everybody listening. And I don't know how many times I run into someone who says, I feel like, I feel like Pastor Mark was talking right to me. And I think that, you know, first of all, it's the Holy Spirit. But yes. second of all, I think it's that willingness to step out and be vulnerable and to make that connection with the people listening. And I think that like you said, that was something that he was a big trailblazer in and saying, I'm not just here to 
uh, impress people with oratory or anything like that. He was there because he really wanted to pe- speak to every every person one on one, even if there was you know thousands of people in the room. He was talking to every person individually. Yeah. You know, I think Billy Graham did that too. I mean, did. you know, yeah. but it's it's just it's a really powerful concept because. You know, it's 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 speaking to the individual, which I think, you know, I, I think that the blueprint we get for that is in the Gospels when Jesus is speaking to people individually. He could be talking to uh, thousands of people in the Sermon on the Mount, and yet everybody walked away with something that was just for them in that in yes. that sermon. You know, so I I, I yeah, I've I've admired Dr. Stanley my whole life. Well, that's something I try to keep in mind, that no matter how big the crowd is, people hear the message one at a time. Yes. You know, <laughs> last weekend we had over 7,500 people at New Spring, but I'm not preaching to 7,500 people. I'm preaching to people one at a time. Absolutely. There's something else that I think uh, really stands out to me about Charles Stanley's ministry. You know, when I think about my life uh, as an adult, and as I said the first time I heard him, I was 24. I was, what, five years younger than you are. Uh <laughs> The world has changed so much since 1981. Yes, uh, it's gone through so many transitions, and there uh, have been all kinds of fads in the Christian world. I love the fact that he didn't change. He, he didn't change the core of who he was. Um, his sermons from 1981 really sound pretty much like his sermons that are as recent you know, as, as the mid-2010s. You know, well, yeah, because I, I think that when you've got a preacher who's Who's, who's right in tune with the Holy Spirit and willing to say what God wants them to say. It's amazing how timeless the messages can be. I mean, I remember, um, you know, back in December uh, when you had me speaking on Peter, mm-hmm. one of the first things I did was go look up a message that I had already read a little bit from, from Charles Spurgeon, because I love Spurgeon's preaching. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is Charles Spurgeon preached in the 1800s, right? but he was somebody who was so, his, his communication was so powerful, his messages were so powerful, you could, you, you, I mean, those concepts are just as applicable today as they were then. And so I was reading through his message, and I was getting a lot out of reading it, and he, he was speaking on Peter. I was getting a lot out of reading it in 2023, even though the original message was preached in the late 1800s. Yeah, right. you know? Well, you know me for years, uh, when I get to the campus on Saturday, often I was very early, I'll read Charles Spurgeon's sermon on my text, not to get help, but to get preached to. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> that's again, right. He was yeah. preaching in the 1850s, 60s. You know, I think he died, what, in 1890, that, two, somewhere in there. Yeah, that sounds right, because he, he did die young. He yeah, he did. did. Pass yeah, away he was young. 57, I think, when he passed. But still, I, I, I just today want to take this Noah's window to talk about somebody who's had an enormous impact on me, uh, not just with his preaching, but just the way he pastored all those years. You know, we never glorify a man. Uh, I think that's clear from Scripture because the person we glorify is Jesus Christ. And Charles Stanley, by his own admission, and all of us, we have faults and we that's come right. short. And we're, you know, we're not bringing people to embrace us. We're pointing them to Jesus Christ. But even though we don't glorify someone like Charles Stanley, I think there's a point where we express gratitude to God for giving him Absolutely. to our not just to the First Baptist Church of Atlanta, but to the country and to the world. Well, yeah, because I, I think about, you know, when you look at the history of America, I think God put certain communicators in specific times mm-hmm. because he wanted to have an impact through them. You know, I think about guys like, uh, you know, like Billy Sunday. Yes. And D.L. Uh, DL Moody. Yeah. Um, and I think about uh, Billy Graham. For sure. You know, and I, and I think about Charles Stanley. And I think... I think God God puts specific leaders in specific times because there's a message He wants them to give. And I think about what's going on at New Spring right now, and I think that 
you know, that, that, that people are being spoken to in a way that impacts them right now in this time. And, uh, I, you know, I look at the prophets in the Bible, and the, what's nice is there's a great continuity to this, because if yes. you open up the Old Testament, there were prophets that God put them in a, in a specific place in a specific time because he had something that he wanted them to say. And like you said, you know, there, <laughs> among the prophets, there was definitely a lot of uh, you know, there was that none of them were perfect. You right. know, I was, you know, uh, right. jo- Jonah wasn't perfect. Elijah, Elijah wasn't perfect. Right. <laughs> you know, but these were these were men that God put in a in a specific place and time because He wanted them to have an impact on people. And um, and I just think, you know, I think that uh, I think that God is is still is still using communicators to 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 meet people where they are right now mm-hmm. and, and charles stanley was definitely someone who met people where they are and like you said he was vulnerable he was willing to talk about subjects another thing that really made him stand out is in that era there were so many televangelists yes and a lot of people who would say well you know call you know call this number and i'll you know and so his message stood out even more because he was there to preach the gospel he wasn't there to try to get anything out of it and so it really made him stand out compared to like you know the kenneth copelands of his day well, I, I, I've got to tell you, when I was uh, 42 years younger, and your mom was as well, that's what really stood out to me when I told her I heard the most unusual television <laughs> preacher I've ever heard because his focus was on the Word of God and Absolutely. not on building his brand or, you know, getting a, a, an economic, uh, you know, getting a rush of money. Just a very special guy. Well, again, we're not glorifying the person. Uh, we're thanking God for His goodness and calling, calling men and women to His work. I, I love what the Bible says about John the Baptist. I always find, found this interesting. The Bible says there was a man sent from God whose name was John, and John means sent from God. Yeah. So, you know, really, if you look at it, it's like there was a man sent from God whose name was sent from God. And it's like God is emphasizing that if any man or woman has a huge impact in our world, it's because... It's because of the God who sends them and equips and enables them to do the work. And so really, I'm not glorifying Dr. Stanley. I'm glorifying God. But I am thankful for the impact that he and and many others have have made in my life and my ministry. As someone has said, if you see a turtle sitting on a fence post, it didn't get up there by itself. (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, whatever good is in, 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 in my ministry, I know it's because there have been a lot of people not just not just preachers and communicators. I mean, a, a lot of lay Christians who have impacted my life in a special way. And Absolutely. They're going to get yeah. way more rewards than I will. Well, Stephen, would you lead us in prayer today as we close out this Noah's window? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the fact that you have sent specific people to our nation uh, at, at specific times where we needed to hear what they had to say. And Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Uh, Father, thank you for the fact that uh, when we worry about what to say, that you tell us not to worry about what to say, because you'll tell us what to say. Mm, yes. And for everyone who has um, stood in front of people and preached the word of God, thank you so much for the fact that we don't that we don't rely on ourselves. We rely on you to give to give us every single word, to give us every single word of encouragement, to give us every single word of rebuke, uh, to give us every single word that preaches the gospel. And Father, thank you for the fact that Dr. Stanley preached the gospel in his life, and uh, we thank you for his ministry. And Father, we just praise you for all the wonderful things that, uh, that you continue to do right now through the church. And we pray yes. that you would give us the strength to do those things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for joining us on this Monday for Noah's Window. And I would also ask that you would breathe up a prayer for Mary Alice as she heals. I know it's going to be tough for her to be off her feet for a little while, but 
Uh, we're looking forward to her healing and, and being able to be back with us again. Well, we'll see you tomorrow.